I was gonna say, man, we gotta buy some chairs or something. <laughs> that shit was terrible. Oh yeah, the folding chair, my bad. <laughs> that shit hey, was man. terrible. I'm down to invest, like. Of guys. course, we we got these. I just new want mics. you to be comfortable. <laughs> we got these new mics. You know, no, no, we gotta start. I'm just saying, one day at a time. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Hell yeah! Well, yo, as y'all already know, uh, this is episode number 23. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, <laughs> Ned Sons podcast. It is uh, your two dynamic duo, Deo and Sean G, and we are back at Official Business Studios in Frisco, California. And I guess this is uh, Patrell Hill, if y'all know the area, you know. Something like that. Something like that. It's like Patrell Hill. It's like we're in the middle of like Bayshore. Everything. Patrell Hill, Bayview, and the Mission. And and the dog patch for all my my gentrifiers that's listening. They love it. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. It's um, April 29th. What we got going, man? How you been? I've been good, man. I've been busy. Have you been um, seeing the feedback from the, the Tim House episode? What do you mean? Like, it's been hella positive. People have been fucking with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it really kind of, um, I don't know. It's it's just like anytime we, you know, anytime you pull out like a certain guest that's well-connected, and uh, we're just really starting our guest, too. We ain't even pulled out like the big yeah, that card. Was that was a big card, but we haven't three, really even like four. pulled it out. Yeah. All the, you know, it's, it's just a lot. In store, it would just There's let a lot y'all of people know who we can get, get to, <laughs> but it kind of just it, a lot of people take notice. Definitely, it's kind of like I, I got nominated for um, best hip hop DJ by the Nightlife Awards. Congratulations! Oh, I seen that. Thanks. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, and it was like it was actually like my motion said it too because he actually won and he was nominated, but he's like being nominated is like winning because it's like a validation thing. Oh yeah, it's a nod. And I'm kind of <laughs> like in the middle of like a lot of different scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's like me and you are in the middle of a lot of different scenes. Yeah. But it's kind of like when there's one central kind of figure or authority that Technology acknowledges like you, that. then everyone pays attention at the same That's time. Pretty, who does that? That's um, and, uh, Romeo Reyes. Romeo, yeah, that's what I thought. And um, it was how the Shout temple. out to the Reyes brothers. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Romeo. Like, that's the homie. And, like, shout out to everyone who's nominated. And um, it just kind of, like, it showed a lot of people that everyone knows, like, you know, I earned my spot or whatever, but it was kind of like everyone saw it. So it's the same thing like with with us. It's like everyone knows, you know, what we're about. But then to have someone like Tim on and there was so much knowledge that Tim dropped and there was so much so knowledge much, that bro. we dropped as well. It was like it kind of like calibrated it, you know, in a sense where everyone kind of paid attention at the same time. And I think because of that, that's one of the reasons, you know, we got some we got some guests coming up, man, like. We ain't even like really, I can't wait we ain't, We're not gonna say like There's about to be some growth And there's about to be some changes Really good All positive And we've been kind of like Not you know All the guests we've had Have been amazing But we had like Some some big people man like, Yeah Coming up We know like a lot of Interesting people And um, there's gonna be Some people you know Coming up that aren't even Necessarily to do with music You know what I mean but uh, are part of the fabric of the, of the city of San Francisco and of the Bay Area. So. Yeah. Shout out Tim House, man. A lot of people enjoyed that interview. They learned a lot of things that uh, they didn't know about you. A lot of stories. A lot of them stories that I didn't even know, bro. So mm-hmm. that was like the longest sitting I've had with him. And I just learned a lot, man. I appreciated that. 
It's definitely something we want to get back on. We want to. I was talking about like getting back on, like on a regular episode. Yeah. Or we could just talk about anything. Just be a part of the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, for sure. Because like, he has definitely, especially. I mean, he's a friend of mine, but also like his Twitter takes are pretty funny. Oh yeah. So uh, it'll be fun to uh, kind of chime in on uh, current events because that's always fun. Definitely, usually, definitely. Usually, so that's what we're gonna do today. Yeah, it's man. Me and Dio, and we're gonna talk about current events, and, and there's a lot going on. Yeah, two weeks ago, man, it was a uh, a very monumental day. Uh, this was number four, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was four and five day. Fourth um, annual. Yeah, Frisco, California. If y'all know the area code, is four and five. And um, April 15th was the day. It landed on a Monday, on a messy Monday. <laughs> it was. It was hectic, and I wasn't sure. Like, it was supposed to rain. And yeah, I remember I, when you told me, like, yeah, I was worried. I was, I was shocked, worried, bro. It did rain, me, though. They had asked me to DJ, so I was just, like, worried. And, and um, that laptop, man. <laughs> I was just worried, you know. I get worried because it's my life, you know what I mean? And, but uh, it actually worked out. It did rain like a little bit, but yeah, it, just a little it, bit. It, it was decent though. It was cool, and it had a Larazzo Park. Yeah, uh, some people know it's Petrero del Sol Park. You know, or the skate park, the skate park. <laughs> you know, or behind the farm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it was dope, man. Like a lot of people came out. It was it was a better turnout than I expected for a Monday. Folks came yeah, out, and the yeah. weather held up. It was actually like more like a really dense, foggy day than a full-on rainy day. There was some definitely some heavy mist, um, and it was really good to see everyone. And everyone came together, and that was dope. But I, I look forward to seeing, um, you know, I, there the, there will be an evolution, t- t- just like anything, absolutely with, with that with that event. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. You know, yeah. Shout out uh, local bloco. Yeah, they put it down. Shout out to the. Um the other other dancers, I didn't get get their name or the name of that group, but shout out to them. Shout out to all the vendors. The one that stood out to me was the homie Toriano. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, it was a blessing to see him like in full swing, vegan mob. He's like in full form right now, and um, it's just good to see. Yeah, nah, and um, I got a shirt from him. Yeah, vegan mob. I need one. Don Toriano, the Don man. Yeah, I went to middle school with him. Oh, you did? <laughs> I know that this is real young. Yo. What middle school was that? <laughs> Went to Her- Her- Herbert Hoover, man. Hoover, Hoover Hawks. Hoover. We used to play basketball together. Not on the team. I was about he to was start. a lot better than me. I was not very good. But he, he, we were friends. Like, we would play in the yard. It was hella fun. Hell yeah. If y'all don't know who Don Toriano, man, uh, is, he um, he was in a group called Fully Loaded with Big Rich and Bailey. Uh, Shout out to and they those like gentlemen. And they were my predecessors of what... You know, to me, that was a super group because they all came from three separate uh, directions and they just formed this group. And it was big for the city for me, just looking at them. Um, but now he got this, um, he got a vegan soul food truck that he's been working on for like the past six months. And he had a um, he had a, a booth at 4 and 5 Day and it was dope. The yeah. food was dope and he doing his thing. Yeah, I haven't had the food yet. Um, when I showed up, he I had just ate and he only had one plate left and I wasn't like I wasn't uh, hungry. I'm gonna keep it real. But I was like, let me support the homie. Yeah, because he's hella juiced off that shit. So I bought a shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm excited to see him. Excited about that. You know? I was with my family prior and we ate at uh, Gracias Madre. <laughs> Where's that? And um, oh, that's on mission. You ain't never had Gracias Madre? Nah, it's vegan. Vegan Mexican food, bro. Oh, cracking! Like 100 percent plant based. 
right on uh, 18th in, uh, in Mission. I think it's 18th. Okay. But uh, we ate there, and then I, I didn't even know he was going to be there. So yeah. if I would have known it, I wouldn't ate there. But uh, I ended up buying a plate, and I just took it home. It was cracking. Hell, yeah, it was cracking. It looks fire. I would yeah. keep seeing pictures. Yeah. So um, he's been doing pop-ups all over the city. Yeah. And um, I haven't caught a pop-up yet, but. He's been doing hella plates, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. I just saw last night on Instagram, like, he was, uh, you know, putting your order for the place. I'll be in the city, and I'll be in the East Bay. Mm. Just for, that was last night for today, so. Okay. But, yeah, 415 Day was dope, man. Like, it was good to see everyone. I was only there for about an hour. It was funny because you and me were both there at the same time. We did. You saw me. Man, I didn't see I, you. Man, I seen you when you first walked in. And, and It's kind of like one of those situations. It's like, you know, you're going to see you. You're going to see you. Yeah. You know, I was like. I saw a monk and I didn't even. I, couldn't I chilled even with him, him. there the whole time. I couldn't even get to him. I was with my sister. Shout out Carolyn, my sister. Hella sassy. Four and five. <laughs> I love you. I was with her and then I was with the monk a lot, and I was with Everclear. Okay, yeah. And I did not even catch Everclear. I, I saw you clip though. I saw you. I didn't even though. see him. I didn't see like a lot of people, but I was only there for like an hour. So okay. I saw. Um, I was really tired. Who did I see? And they didn't end up DJing because they didn't bring out all the sound system because it was raining. They thought yeah. it was gonna rain a lot more. Yeah. So then when I didn't DJ, I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna hang out," and then I just kind of cut. But it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just be tired on Mondays as the DJ. Mondays like my Saturday, yeah. so it's kind of like I'm DJing all week. You know what I mean? So I, um, all weekend, I mean. So and now I got a Tuesday weekly. Um, we'll talk about that later with, with my homie H Holler. So it's that just a lot. Like it's going good. It's going really well. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like I have a Sunday weekly and now a Tuesday weekly. And I was just I just ran into Lloyd Lewis right before this. Yeah. Literally just a few hours ago, and we were talking about like you know weekly parties don't even exist. And I'm blessed enough to have one successful one. Now I got a second one. It's even better than the that's, first one. That's hella dope. So it's hella and on off nights so. It's tight, but yeah. anyway. But four and five day is uh, going strong. Next year is going to be uh, the fifth anniversary. So hopefully, mm-hmm. those who are listening that didn't go to this one make it to the next one. Um, let's try to get this one a little bit more organized and start using you know all our resources in the city. You know, everybody's tied together in some shape or form. Everybody's one phone call away, and <laughs> that's a fact. And it's time to just start reaching out to everybody that you know can make things easier for you. You know, like a four and five day can be a citywide thing. It doesn't have to just be organized by one group of people. It could be a collaborative effort. There is a, a rival four and five day that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? It's one Frisco. So let's tie all this shit together. You know what I'm saying? Frisco need to get their shit together because outside looking in, if someone look at that and say, why is there two, four, and five days and they get the story from it, they're going to turn their back on it immediately because they're like, if they can't be organized, why should I even fuck with them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would, I would definitely uh, like to see more people involved. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that would love to be involved. Exactly. If, um, you know, just let it be known that, that you know, that their their resources or their help is needed or would be appreciated. Facts. I'm not saying that no one doesn't do that, but I don't know what really happens. I'm never part of the organization. Yeah. Um, I've been invited to meetings, but it's always been um, conflicting kind of with my schedule. Um, but I'm definitely not going to meetings in the, in the future. And Same here. You know, I'm just, I'm just curious that I think we're both excited to see the evolution because it's, it's still very much in its infancy. Yeah. And so it's going to take time. And, um, 
you know. I mean, I'm I think just, the, I think it's just gonna keep getting better. I'm gonna put a couple ideas out there right now. I saw a lot of kids there. I didn't see anything for the kids. <laughs> it wasn't one jumper out there, you know. Yeah, there was a lot of children, man. You know, what I'm saying let's put a few Which dollars together and get these jumpers out there for them. Uh, and, that, and that's the future, you know. <laughs> yeah, or at exactly. least have like I, I I seen some of my homegirls there that do face painting. Hey, I was just getting to just say ask that next. Them, ask them to do face painting. All these makeup happy. artists in the in the bay. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, I mean, I seen I seen I seen a handful of Priscilla Eismerlers that the, all do. Fa- I know they do man. Let's get a couple sunflowers. On some for faces. children, yeah. So <laughs> why not? You know, but, Let's make but a few I'm sure kids. it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. You know what I'm saying? Let's make a few of these kids some some cats, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> some ICP. You feel me? <laughs> it's good. It's good, man. You know, they just try to just get a little more organized, a little bit more inclusive, and just start start just using everybody, man. Like I'm here, Sean's here. You know, it's a, a whole heap of other people that that's willing to be there for the same cause. That's a fact. No doubt. Real shit. No doubt. And uh, today, I think it was announced, um, if he hasn't passed away already, he was on life support. Yeah. About to pass was the great uh, yeah. John Singleton. This man. is confirmed. The great director, RIP. Uh, there's definitely various, you know, opinions on him, but um, I think he made a lot of important movies that, you know, I was raised on. Right. I only I got one opinion. He's, he's, he's one of the greatest filmmakers for, to me and he yeah. made every film he's made probably been the most important film to me starting with his first one Boys in the Hood man that, that shit was life changing colossal you know what I'm saying Boys in the Hood was life changing cause for one it opened up the uh, the window to Southern California cause you know at what when did that movie come out in 92 I ain't been to LA yet at seven years old. You feel me? And seeing that movie, and seeing a rapper in a movie like that was just hella dope. He put hip hop and in, in hip hop settings on a national scale, and that was dope to me. I and, think I yeah. think I think there's a lot of people too. Like the first time I ever heard the word gentrification was mm, in that movie with mm, Lawrence Fisherman talking about yeah. for sure. Lawrence Fisherman talking about that. Yeah, and I don't think people realize it, it's easy to forget, but at that time, I know, like, me and my friends, I was 11 years old, right? But I know me and my friends were, like, Ice Cube was, like, the greatest to All us. Time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he was as as important a rapper as anyone. Facts. Because you have to remember, this is when, you know, Big, Biggie wasn't even out yet. Yeah. Pac, you know, was barely out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, you had Rakim, obviously, and KRS, and, and um, Kane, and... You know what I mean? A lot of East Coast rappers, but but Q was the biggest West Coast rapper. Too Short wasn't Facts. what he was. E-40 wasn't out, really. You know, only in the Bay, but he wasn't really he out. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't mainstream. It wasn't, the, the, Q was everything. Q was the background bone of NWA. Then he left NWA, was like, fuck y'all, did his own thing. Yeah, and America's Most Wanted was already out. Yeah, so. By the time that movie came out, so. That yeah, mo- Death Certificate, all that. Death Certificate, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, that was that was big to, to see him and and... You know, have have it be like a um, really show. You know, get a life and, and a life of, of um, you know the inner city, but from a West Coast perspective. Right. Because we had that with you know the East Coast with Juice and and yeah. you had like Cooley High, which is Chicago, but it's older. I love Cooley High. Oh my god! And then um, <laughs> but then you know L.A. That was really like the first one. And there was a lot. There was a lot of imitation. 
Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And a lot or of corny say imitation. No, nah, there was a lot of corny shit that came out of not I, not not to say that it was on John Singleton, but yeah, imi- yeah. imitators. Yeah, it was there and, definitely. And, and you know, he spawned a lot of the. Yeah, like he opened up. There was genre. a lot of romance. You know. Uh, People that romanticize like that, the South Central ghetto life and yeah. all that shit. But if you yeah. watch that movie, it's not a happy movie. Yeah, it wasn't a glamorous movie. But it showed the different characters. Like Cuba Gooding Jr. wasn't really in the banging. Yeah, Doughboy. I was gonna say like just take that movie and see all the careers he launched with that one movie, Cuba Gooding Jr. Even though that wasn't his first film, but that was his breakout role. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne was in there showing a side that we. I mean, I was only seven, but if you look at the movies prior to that, you never seen him in a role like that before. Angela Bassett, th- that might have been her first breakout role. Nia Long, that probably was her first role in a film. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, of course. Um, Cuba Gooding, of course. Morris Chestnut. Come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that story, man, is just, you know, that story is, I think, it's a timeless story. Yeah, it's an American story. And it's a that movie story. never gets old, bro. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it in about ten years, so I definitely need to rewatch Do that. Do yourself the favor, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> no, I definitely need to watch it because you know the older I get, I look at things differently. Yeah, and I see more parallels. So I'm definitely gonna watch that movie again. But, yeah, I mean, I grew up on that. I mean, when it, it came out, a- it was everywhere. I mean. You know what I mean? I didn't see it till maybe a year or two later because mm-hmm. you know, I was too young yeah. to go. I think it was an R-rated film. I was 11. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that that was big, man. I'm hella and into movies, bro. that was his first bro. movie, and he was nominated for Academy Award for Best Actors for yeah. his movie. Yeah, for very he was first like, I think he was like 25 or 24. 23. 23. 23? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hella into movies, bro, and just... Looking at that film now, that's like a clean ass movie. I mean, not clean as in like the language and everything, but just the writing, the 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 shooting of it, everything, everything about that movie technically was perfect, bro. Yeah, the <laughs> art direction, costume everything design. was perfect, bro. Yeah, nah, it's crazy. That's a special one. Um, I think my favorite movie by him is probably Rosewood. Mm. I love Rosewood. That's, it's 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 um I wish I wish that story was a little bit more Talk about a sad story. More developed. Um I I wish that movie was a little longer. Yeah. And more in depth. But I think also if people don't know, uh Rosewood, Florida was a community in the what was it, like nineteen twenty? Yeah. Twenty two. Jim Crow. Jim Crow community, but uh of of middle class black folk. That were doing good by themselves, mm-hmm. doing good for themselves, yeah. and um, like so many situations during Jim Crow or during any area, but really Jim Crow, um, there was a neighboring white community that was poor, that was envious of, of you know of their not even their wealth, but that they were just doing well. Just, they were well off, and uh, <laughs> you know there was a woman that was that was beaten and raped by her own husband, I believe. Yeah, but she said a black dude did it from the other town. And they basically came over and, and destroyed the town. Yeah. And one of the reasons I think because there's not too much character development movie is because when they wrote that that screenplay or that story, they interviewed people that survived, but the people that were survived were like five years old when it happened. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot of the people that they interviewed that survived that that massacre, literally a massacre, um, were were like children. When it happened, um, 
You know what I mean? So, but the so, fact that so they so even they, remember some of it. Well, yeah, I mean it's big, but it's also like no, it's fucking. It was it was a nightmare. Yeah. But I think um, that's kind of why that movie the there could have been more character development. But I really like that story. I think it's a really important story to tell, and um, the casting was great. Ving Don Chiddle, Don <laughs> Ving Rhames, bitch ass John Voight mm. was in that shit. It was kind of like uh, a two faced. A character in that oh, movie. Oh, he his character, bitch ass, not him. No, he a bitch for real. He's super racist. He loves Is Trump. He? Yeah, and he treated his own daughter Angela Jolie terribly. I think he sexually abused her too. No way. He's a terrible person. So it was kind of tight, like I don't think I knew how that. he was like kind of um, cast. A, a, I love it when when people like you don't like in real life are cast as people you don't like. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like in that movie Any Given Sunday. It's like Charlton Heston was the oh, was the yeah. owner. That dude I don't and fuck that, with. Exactly. But yeah. he was he was cast as someone you don't fuck with. And I hate I mean, well, we going off on a tangent right now, but <laughs> I'm gonna just let me just stick on Charlton Heston right now. I hate how he's like always being portrayed as like not always, but the past few movies recently, he's being portrayed as like the white savior type character or the Are you talking about Clint Eastwood? I am talking about Clint Eastwood. But they were kind of one, kind of <laughs> it's one the of the same. same. Person. Kind of one of the same, man. Yeah, you knew exactly fuck. what I was talking about. Because I was like, I was like, yo, has Charlton Heston been in any movies lately? Like, he probably hey, wearing diapers nowadays. You knew exactly what I was talking about. He's pretty about. old. But, um, That's crazy. But fuck, My bad, y'all. I was showing the fuck was talking about Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck both them dudes. Fuck both. You know, they're both yeah, with some cracker ass honkies and they're both racist. Time. They're both Off trying time. to be like, oh, we're old fashioned. We're not racist, but they're racist. Yeah, fuck. yeah. My so, bad, y'all. So, For sure, I was talking about Clint But they're one of the same. It, but, but going back, is like, I like it when bitch ass people are cast as bitch ass yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. So that that's how that shit works for me because he's kind of a bitch ass person in that movie. Yeah. And that's another one I need to watch again. Also, I really liked, I grew up to higher learning. Oh hell Highly yeah! Was really Seeing Busta Rhymes in a movie at, at that time, I was like, sold. And that's back when yeah. like Michael Rappaport was actually tight. Yeah, that was like someone as like a young white man. He almost ruined it to me though. He almost ruined it for me though. Well, he was a Nazi in that yeah, movie, but I'm saying like it. back then it was like there wasn't too many white people I really looked up to. Still yeah. aren't that many white people I look up to as a young white man growing up in, in, in nah, the city. Nah, but he's he's dope though. And like he was tight, so I was like, yeah. although he's playing a fucking Nazi, I know man, which sucks. Fucking Remy. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch ass Remy. <laughs> yeah. Bitch ass Remy. It was just like the casting was tight. Everyone Not was tight. Was perfect. Yeah. What was it Omar Epps? Omar Epps, Buster Rhymes, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube uh, Neil Long Lawrence again. Lawrence Fishburne again was a professor. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, uh, why am I forgetting her name? The model. The model who got killed. Oh, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, yeah. bro. That's I think she's that was bad. her. Yeah, she's still bad, but she's still bad. But that, that was when was like she was when, fresh on the scene. Like that was like everyone's crush. Yes. Like, yes. What's the uh, uh, Connolly, the uh, the white girl? Yeah, I don't remember. She was the one who who claimed that she it was got raped. She was. Yeah. She did. Not claim. She did get raped. Yeah. She got raped um, by one dude. Yeah. But I, that I was an interesting story, name. man. It was hella. Yeah. It was a lot. The of, college was, lifestyle. A lot of different. It shows how like. You know, that's the first time you get a lot of different people that leave their community and get put into right. the same place. It was a weird coming age A lot of different age information. Movie. I mean, a lot of energy colliding. Yeah. Yeah, that's it was coming. Though. Yeah, no, and it is. That's and, college. It, and it showed college in America. Even and and that movie, been, if you really look at, like, that shit's timeless, man. Yeah. You look at, like, what their time was, like, 94? Yeah. And then look at now, I'm going to look it up. You know I think I mean? it was 94, though. 
And that soundtrack was tight too. And you know what? That, that sound, you know, one of the most slept on songs ever is there's an Outcast song on that soundtrack called Phobia, I've which is one of the great that. Outcast songs of all time. What? It probably was supposed to be on AT Aliens and they didn't put on it. It has a big Ruby intro. I've never. We got to listen to that after the podcast. Everyone, it, it makes me mad because it's not on Spotify that song. I try to add it. You sure to hire? Like, it was Phobia. 95. It was 95. 95. So 95. That song. Phobia by Outkast is one of the great Outkast songs. Wow. I will stand by. It's that. probably on YouTube. No, it's definitely on YouTube. Yeah, but sure. I have the MP3 and I have the record of that. But it's not on Spotify. I started fucking with Spotify like six months ago. It's not on there. That's too bad. That, that movie's is too t- bad. The only movie like what other movies he made? Um, I fucked with Baby Boy. Baby Boy, dude. I was talking about today on Twitter. Like Snoop's character on Baby Boy was perfect. I saw that. I saw you perfect. tweet that. Yeah, yeah. And I seen some people were like, "Oh no, Snoop!" I like um, And I'm like, dude, Snoop was like, if if you grew up around like a real bully, oh yeah, and you grew up in like in a hood with like real bully, like he was yeah perfect. You know who who character was underrated? Hmm. Omar Gooding, bro. I don't even remember. See, I haven't he was seen the that best movie. friend. I haven't seen that movie. He was so the best friend. But I, honestly, I barely remember. Like, what I remember, I haven't seen that movie like in ten years. Also, I, what I remember is the Snoop character being like perfect. When when uh, Tyrese got jumped by the little homies, and <laughs> he went to go, he went to go tell Omar Gooding's character that he got jumped. He went, he was like, what? Like, we about to go see him right now. And then he caught up with him. He, I mean, he made all the young niggas lined up. And then he he made them all take a punch to the chin, like and knocked them all out. With I remember one that part. <laughs> that shit was hella funny, bro. That's like the best part of the movie. I gotta rewatch. Hella it. funny, bro. It's been a long time. Hell yeah, but yeah, I love Baby Boy though. Um, the only one I wasn't sure of because I never liked the character was Shaft because I fucked with Shaft. Bro. See, I don't fuck with Shaft because he's a cop. <laughs> I fucked with Shaft, and that bro. was also like an era where like Samuel Jackson was like kind of annoying to me. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> hey, I, no, I, I swear to God, I watched, I watched Shaft like five times this See, year. See, I've never seen it though. I'm, I nah, know it's watch cra- it, bro. So watch I, it. I will, I will. And the most crazy is I actually have the soundtrack of that movie, which also has an Outcast song, but it's not very good. Which one? I forget. It's not really that tight. <laughs> I forget what song, I but I, I remember it's not a very good one. They're on a lot of soundtracks, and like Hell half yeah. them songs are actually really good, but then I have kind of like throwaway songs. But I actually have that the Shaft soundtrack on wax because I was on a record pool and I got that. And I think Damn. I still have it. Um, yeah, bro, I just never watch really. That I never fuck with bro. Shaft. No, because this is the whole thing. Like, if you think about Shaft in the seventies, it was like I fuck with the Mac and like Superfly and all that shit. And that shit was like. See, I never fucked with um. It was like the original an, Shaft. It was like anti. The man, you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and then John Shaft was like a cop. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah. he's with the man. So I wasn't fucking with that shit. I get it. I get it. But, but I, I mean, no, I watched it like. like but he knows? wasn't like, he wasn't a cop. The whole movie. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. The whole movie, bro, was. Um, that, well, I cannot think of people's names right now. My homie, he was in, he played, um, he played in, um, in uh, Paid in Full. He was money making Mitch. Are you talking about Avon? Nah, nah, not, not. I'm bad with names. That's damn. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look Bart it up. Stale? I was like, Ooh. nah, nah. I'm gonna look it up. Um, but he he went to a, a lounge and he was getting heckled by a white dude, 
like on some racist shit. Cause he walked he was in like with a, a white former, girl. Or nah, he, he just, just was, was there chilling. Yeah, he was okay, there chilling. At, yeah, and then the white dude was there with look with like his white homies and looked like a, it, it looked like a frat brother type of thing, but it was like an upscale lounge. He started heckling the black dude with his um his white girlfriend, and then um he was sitting there taking it. But as he was as he was sitting there, he cut holes in a napkin. He got up, dropped the napkin on his head, and it looked like a KKK hood. And he uh. just walked out. The white dude who was played by um, Christian Bale. Oh wow. He um dope ass character. Like you you you're gonna hate him in the movie, but he it was but he's good. He did it hella good though. Um. He walked out behind him. He didn't see him walk out. He didn't see him. He didn't. He didn't know that he was walking out um, after him. He picked up a pole, bashed him over the head, and he killed him basically. But he's a rich ass white boy. He went to court. He belted out. Then he fled. Right. Shaft was on the case. Shaft fucked around, and um, he uh, he always kept an eye on his activity so when he found out that he was coming back to the states because he fled he fled the country when he found out he came back to the states um he met him at the airport and he arrested him on the spot so he got another case but not another case but he went back to court he had to answer for the bail that he skipped he got another bail right so he hooked up with uh the white dude he hooked up with this neighborhood kingpin that was played by um Damn, I'm bad with names, bro. Y'all know who I'm talking about if y'all know, but he was he played <laughs> Peoples Hernandez. But uh Wright. His, his last name is Wright. Oh you know. Jeff Wright. Black dude. He played in um You know like all the actors. Like I don't know. You know why. Jeffrey Wright, bro. You know Jeffrey Wright. He played I'm sure in, I saw him. He played in James Bond movies. He he was the black dude. See, I didn't watch that. I watched he played Basquiat. He played Basquiat. Okay. I think he played Yeah he played Basquiat In like the 90s Anyway okay. He played a Puerto, Best character you'll ever know bro. Watch that movie bro. Yeah, yeah, he no, played I'm a Kingpin Puerto Rican Peter Hernandez The white dude Hooked up with him He um, Anyway He um, he tried to help him Like Kill the witness And all that shit So Shav wasn't on no cop shit bro. He wasn't like Chasing people or nothing. He was like On this white dude To avenge The death of that dude For his mother because mm-hmm. his mother was grieving hella hard and shit, you feel me? And anyway, um, it was a dope ass movie, bro. And and, and Buster Rhymes in that is in that movie. Is he? Yeah, he's in that movie. Hella funny, bro. But he's he's like on some funny shit though. Hella funny, bro. Yeah. So, uh, Samuel Jackson, um, Christian Bale, um, I can't even think of it. Richard Roundtree is in the movie. Yeah, he plays like his, yeah, he plays his like his dad or uncle or some shit. Oh, yeah, it's a, man, it's a good movie, bro. Watch that shit. Right. I feel you though. Like <laughs> you wasn't trying to see him on no straight police <laughs> shit, yeah. but it wasn't that. I, pro- I went to the movies to see that shit. I went, I saw that with my dad. <laughs> yeah, I think it, yeah, it was, it was the way I felt about the original Shaft. Movie. Yeah, and yeah. I was also like Samuel Jackson was just like so much shit. I think at the time I just wasn't. I'm gonna keep it a whole dollar with you, bro. I'm a huge Samuel Jackson fan. So historically, I'm a fan of Samuel Jackson, but it also comes like a time when like she's oversaturated. I feel you. But it also comes a time where like I was also like hella immature, and um, you're like, man, fuck Shaft. I mean, fuck Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was just, you know, I was like a lot more close-minded. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of like, 
ah, he's got too big. Because I was like fucking with Samuel Jackson, you know, what, the first shit was do the right thing when I was a little kid. Of but, course. You know, Pulp Fiction was tight. You know, I saw Pulp Fiction when it came out. It wasn't even like a thing yet before it won awards. It was still like an independent movie. I mean, it was on Miramax, but it was still kind of like a up-and-coming thing. People didn't know who Tarantino was, and I was like all about that shit. Yeah, because that was like, the second movie. After that, I got kind of like... um. I just, I don't know, I got kind of turned off. Right, real it. quick. It just felt like, I don't know, I just felt, it was, he was just spreading himself too thin, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Makai Pfeiffer, though. That was the black dude that got killed. Oh, really? That fucked me up, bro. I had to look it up. Makai, Makai Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer though. Yeah. Makai Pfeiffer's tight. But oh, you yeah. know what's crazy, too, is the homie, uh, Richie Cunning, man, brought up on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was hella real, though. It was that I, I forgot. It was that uh, John Singleton directed the Remember the Time video by Michael Jackson. He sure enough And fuck that did. video was like, that was a big fucking deal, man. Yeah. When that it shit was came, an event. Remember when that shit came out? It came out right after, it literally premiered on network TV yeah. on Fox. Yeah. Right after Living Color, which at the time, and Living Color was the biggest show. Facts, bro. Living Color, like, broke. It was like before Chappelle's show. Like, it of course. It was a big fucking deal. And I, it was on every Sunday at 8.30. Like, everyone in my hood, this is before the internet, everything. We were young. We watched that shit religiously. Yeah. And I remember it was right after we stayed. We are like, they're going to watch show Michael Jackson video. And Michael Allen really came out with anything in a while. And it was, like, a big fucking deal. And he Hell directed yeah. that video. And that video was tight as fuck to this day. That song is hella tight. Hella tight. That's hella fucking tight. Um, uh, Teddy Riley. Yeah, Teddy Riley was hella on some New Jack Swing shit. I yeah. love the ride out of that song when he's just like singing and kind of just like talking shit. Facts. Um, but yeah, John Singleton directed that with what is it? Um, Amon and Eddie Murphy were the with Pharaoh and the yeah. and, and the Queen Magic like, Johnson. Magic Johnson, Johnson was in that shit. That that, yeah. that shit was like a big deal. Like it was, was a hella, huge deal. Hell, other people in that movie in that video. And it was like long, Bro, and I mean, that it was, was like right. After, it was like seven or eight minutes long because yeah. it had like, it had like a story before the music even. He started. did his Michael Jackson thing on it because he was the first person to, to turn music videos into films, short yeah, films. So he exactly did, it was he like thriller. It. it was yeah. like, but it was newer. But I'm looking at that was a big I'm, deal. I'm looking at it right now. He he was so sick. Bro, after Boys in the Hood, that was his next project. Was he directed time. that video right after Boys in the Hood? That makes sense. That, that was hella timeline. Dope. I feel like I'm leaving shit out though. Poetic Justice. I'm looking at his IMDb so right now. I'm gonna be honest right now. Like Poetic Justice is an awful movie. Hell nah, you tripping? It's not tight, bro. You tripping, I watched bro. that movie like two or three years ago. You tripping, bro? Like this is not tight. Tell me why. It's just Janet Jackson. First of all, is terrible. Is she terrible in that movie? She's not tight, dude. I don't know. I'm I, saying this all objectively too. Like I, I can't no call it terrible in that movie, bro. I just remember I tried to watch that shit like three years ago, and I just like I couldn't do it. It's just there, you know what it is like the you know, I think I've talked about it before, but like the 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 principle to 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 filmmaking is the suspension of disbelief. It's when you forget that it's fake and you actually believe that it's real. Facts. And I had no suspension of disbelief. I was like, yo, this is hella fake. Like, this isn't real. Like, the acting's not good. What do you mean? I, I, I just don't like that movie, man. Like, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? And, and I think um, I think it's culturally very important. You know what I mean? Um, and and I think, you know, like, the symbolism, the, 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 the icon of that movie is very important. But... Um, I just don't think it's a very good Okay, film. let's break it down. Janet Jackson's horrible acting. What else? 
I just don't. Think I'm not agreeing with you, but so far, I just don't, I don't think I don't think her and Pac's chemistry was good, and um, I don't think the script was very good. I think it was really forced. Damn, I disagree, bro. Fuck. Nah, man. How do you feel? <laughs> I all right. 1992, Tupac, Tone Loke, Janet Jackson, Q-Tip, fucking um, uh, Joe Torre, who plays Chicago, um, Regina King. Come on, bro. I just don't think it's a good Come one. Come on, bro. Like, and man, like how how Tone Loke and Tupac shared a baby mama, and but they hustled together, or they was like just friends though. And it, I, that comedic element right there, but it wasn't a comedy though. But that that dynamic alone was comedy, bro. Chicago's character, how he he brushes hair every fucking five seconds. Comedy, bruh. Regina King flashing on him and telling him off and just crushing his spirit <laughs> when he couldn't last. And when she dropped the bomb on him, like, and that's why I'm fucking somebody else. Bruh, to me, that was a realistic ass movie, bruh. Like, I felt like I've, I've witnessed that whole story. Minus the, the road trip, I've witnessed all those type of conflicts in my life at that point. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, I, it just, to me, it felt realistic, bro. Um, I don't know, bro. I wouldn't say that it was a horrible I think Janet movie. just killed it. And then the whole thing, too, is like, I think the backstory, too, is like Janet treated Pac hella bad. Like, she, like, I heard that was a rumor, though. I heard. I, maybe that just plays into my opinion. Yeah. No, I no. Love of course you hear that, though. Um, of course you. Tupac's my favorite rapper ever. Like, yeah. I mean, I've heard the same thing, though, too, uh, that uh, she made him take a, a STD test. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, I heard that. But I, she, all, I, I thought I heard her say that that wasn't true. Like, I heard her, I heard her deny that, though. But it's how easy to say that when the other man's dead. Facts. And it's going to corroborate what she's saying. Facts. I'm not saying it's not true, but I don't know. I Like, I never liked that movie. Um, I didn't think it was very good. I thought her acting was cool, though. I thought her acting was... I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't a dramatic-ass movie. But to me, it was it was believable, though. I watch it all. That's another movie I watch a lot. <laughs> you watch it a lot? I swear to God. It's <laughs> whatever. It's on you. stuck to he the He was town. trying to get to the town, bro. He was trying to get to the bay to come see his cousin, man. He'd get up here. His cousin gets smacked. You know, and he go, and he, he go to his aunt uncle, man. Man, let me get the equipment. You know what I'm saying? Like, that... Come on, man. Pac was dope in that movie. Pac was dope Pac's in always there. dope, though. Pac is always dope. That's not dope. fair. I don't think there's a movie that he... <laughs> nah, it's, it's not a Pac movie that he, he was bad in. He's dope, but he adapted to He was every... dope as fucking Gridlock, and Gridlock, Gridlock was in, like... slept on. Yeah, nah. Oh, I see that shit when it came out at the Kabuki. I hated it when it first came out because it wasn't... Because um, he wasn't a rapper. It, no, no, no. I hated it because that was the movie after he died, and I was expecting... Um, Juice, yeah. I was expecting. A lot you know of people what I'm saying? didn't like it because he like he wasn't a rapper, right? He was a jazz. He wasn't on no gangster shit. It was kind of like that movie, exactly. He wasn't yeah. on a gangster shit. It was definitely like a way different character yeah. than he ever played. Same with gang. It was very like adult. I never saw that movie. Um, You'll like Mickey it. Rourke, right? He's in it, but yeah. it's um, it's um, I know him. Pac Pac and um, oh, what's what's the other dude name? His brother. Uh, uh, the other Belushi. Oh, uh, John or James? Jim. Jim. Yeah. So they cops, basically. The whack one. 
Yeah. Jim Belushi's not tight. He's not. He's not. He's not tight. I'm trying to think of a movie that he was in. <laughs> he's not tight. Turner Hooch. Come on. Oh, nah, nah. What was he in? Uh, the other movie. There was uh, Turner Hooch was Tom Hanks, but there was yeah, another. An- another dog movie. There was another. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it but. was like a knockoff. Yeah, but. He was not tight. But that movie, though, was them those two being cops, crooked cops at that. Yeah. But you I didn't know that it. there were cops since he watched the movie, bro. Yeah. And that's what pissed me. Anyway, we going way off on a tangent. <laughs> Back to John Singleton. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to just, I'm going to disagree with you, bro. It ain't even no sense in the argument. Poetic Justice was I hard, don't bro. Think it was argument. <laughs> but nah, man, I, I want to argue. I, I, don't think it's as good as, I don't think it's as good as those other movies. Um, There's no way it's as good as Boys in the Hood. Agreed. It's not better than higher learning. Um, is it better than higher learning? I don't know. And it's not better than Rosewood. No, I would rather watch Poetic Justice than Rosewood, though. Well, because Rosewood's hella upsetting. It's yes. really sad. Yes, it's yes. really it, it. It's crazy. Like Sean Price had a a famous line. The late great rapper Sean Price. He mm-hmm. said, "Rest in peace." I dress sloppy, but my rap is dapper. Watch Rosewood go outside and slap a cracker. <laughs> and it's real. It's like, you watch that movie, like, you want to fuck some nah, shit yeah. up, dude. It's like, a lot of movies like that, though. But it's a very important movie. It's a, no, I'm saying it's a lot of movies like that that make black people feel like that. As, as they should. Yeah. Like Rosewood. As they should. Rosewood is for sure one of them. Um, yeah. Another slept on... John Singleton yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. off the filmography, because I'm not Too remember. Fast, Too Furious. I never saw that. I saw maybe like twice. I'm not up on the the fast movies. I I never watched any of those movies. I saw the not first. Mad, just not I saw the thing. first three. I never watched any of that shit. That was um, an era. That was an era. That they, I I want to watch them all because I I feel like I'm I feel like I missed out on something. Um, Four Brothers. I like Four Brothers. That movie's tight. Yeah, That's I like cool. Four Brothers. I'm a I'm a Wahlberg fan though. <sighs> He's so problematic, dude. Tell me why. I missed it. Because he did hella wild racist hate crimes when he was a youth. Did he? Yeah, he did a research that shit. You might not be such a fan anymore after that. Boston, This man. is the whole thing. That's the Boston. No, man. exactly. Like, racist white people in Boston. Yeah. Not a surprise. But this is the whole thing. So this is the thing about it. He did that shit. And then, um... He did that shit. And then... He tried to get that shit years later. Like, maybe five or ten years ago. Expunged from his record. Mm. Cause he he blinded a Vietnamese man in a hate crime. No way. And then he did some other shit against black people, calling that. No word. way. Yeah. And then the whole thing was like, all right, you did that, but you changed. So that's cool. But then you try to like expunge it from your record. It's kind of like a lot of people took that as a slap in the face. Was like, it worth trying to get it expunged? And I mean, he didn't get like it expunged. Like, they're like nah. Yeah, <laughs> they're like yeah. bro, you did hate crime. I mean, but he, you you get shit expunged from your record when it's infringing on you. Making a better exactly. life Exactly So that's what he, people Were saying Like like you're trying to Just like put it In the past Right And like You know If anything You should be like Nah this is what happened And I was whack And and teach against that Or speak out against that shit But he kind of He should have Yeah he should have Super the rug Yeah And yeah. so Damn He's kind of whack He's oh, problematic Bro I feel like All the white <laughs> people That I fuck with bro Like I don't know, man. Like I like Wahlberg, man. I hate to hear that. <laughs> I hate to hear that. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, white people are problematic, dude. Like Tarantino, bro. Like <laughs> oh. I, I love his movies, bro. Like, but I don't. I do, bro. I, I can't tell you a Tarantino movie that I don't like. 
man, when we were talking about Samuel Jackson, yeah, his character in Jackie Brown is so stupid, man. He looks fucking like a fool. He don't even look. There's like no suspension just the way he looks, man. Okay, so Jackie look Brown, he look weird in that shit. You don't even look right. Jackie Brown is like probably my least favorite Tarantino. That's just whack. But I still liked it though. <laughs> the best part about it is De Niro. Because he plays a character Hella funny bro. Exactly Like that shit is tight Hella funny But I actually tried to watch that About a year ago And I remember I didn't like it When it came out And that's how I watched it again And like Samuel Jackson Just looks so silly Like he doesn't Like his goatee and shit Doesn't look so fake His hair Like it looks so It's so over the top That it's just like I just can't get I can't Chris get into Tucker that. I couldn't get into it man Yeah But um Pam Greer and Daniel are the best part Pam Greer was hella dope In that movie But yeah man Like I Every time I, I fuck with some white people in films, bro, in Hollywood, I always get disappointed, I feel like. Hey, man, pro- white people are problematic. Man, I mean, of all people, I That's know the that. That's the thing is, there's other white like, people damn. growing up, that, like, white people would be like, because I'm, I'm white, and then I grew up, and they were like, how come you don't like more white shit? How come you don't have more <laughs> white heroes, or you don't look up to more white people? I'm like, because there ain't many to look up to, man. Like, motherfuckers is whack. I ain't lying, bro. It's like, I grew up, and it was like... There was only a handful, you know, and then look at Michael Rapport. Like, I don't fuck with him no more. That yeah. was someone I look up to, you know what I mean? Not like heavy. I was like a big fan, but we're like, oh, yeah, Michael Rapport's in it tight. You know what I mean? Like, he like, he He just cool got many, like, with, with he's just too entitled, man. Him on social media. Yeah, him on social media is just, just too crazy. entitled, man. It's like hella white people. It's like, yo, no matter what, you're always going to be a guest in hip hop, bro. Yeah. You're always going to be a guest in, like, no matter what. I'll always be a guest in, in hip-hop culture or in black culture, even if I'm part of that. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that's okay. Like, I always knew that. So it's like, for me to try to be more of that or be an authority, like, there's certain things, like, I shouldn't even talk about. Like, I don't even have I just feel to like he's, about. yeah, he, he just tries to be an authoritative yeah. voice for and no he tries reason. tries to talk down on people. For and, no reason, though. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like, it's just like, yo, like, you should do more listening and less talking. Right. Like, right, we all right, should. Right. You know what I mean? Facts. Um, we did Rosewood, Shaft, Baby Boy, Too Fast, Too Furious, Four Brothers. We did Higher Learning, Poetic Justice. He didn't Boys make many films. I'm looking at that, bro. And he's only 51. I mean, I think he really got fucked with after Rosewood. I think Ooh. he kind of got blacklisted, man, because that was like 98, I think, 97. Yeah, but after that, he did, after Rosewood, he did Shaft. That was a blockbuster. Too Fast, Too that's Furious true. was a was that, a big movie. For but he didn't make no movies like that again. No, that's he a didn't fact. make any like social commentary. And I'm not saying that same thing against him. And he, he just died. He was 51, man. It's yeah, like way yeah. too young. Man, man, my pops is uh, what is it? 2019 right now. My pops is 60. Damn, 58. Is he 58? He'll be 58 this year. God damn. Time flies, man. Time flies. Um, yeah, uh. Abduction. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Nah. That was a cool movie. I've seen it once, I, I want to believe. Uh, he didn't make many films. Nah. Um, his, a he, lot of the great directors, though, don't make many Bro, his movies. last movie was Abduction. His last actual film that he directed was Abduction. And when did that come out? That was 2011. Yes, his latest project was um, Snowfall, and I was I was fucking with Snowfall. Snowfall was that a show? Yes. Um, loosely on the, um, on the Rick Ross story. Freeway Ricky Ross. Freeway Ricky Ross. Not loosely, MMG Ricky Ross. Not MMG. Not at all. But it's loosely on, because it's like the birth of crack. Basically, yeah. it's about this uh, this young kid who um, was selling weed with his uncle. He um, he discovers crack 
in South Central or wherever they at. And he traces the origin of it, like the person who cooked it, the first person who cook, or knows how to cook it, and it led him to Oakland. So he come to the Bay, he paid a, the dude to teach him how to cook crack. He go down back to L.A. and he stopped selling weed, selling crack now. You know what I'm saying? And he start making hella money. And it's loosely based on that. Um, what was this on? This is on um, FX. So it's raw. And it just came out a Yeah, years it's ago? only one season. A couple years ago? Uh, 2018. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's only yeah, one Yeah, because I know season. he was working, though. I know yeah, no, he, he stayed like, working for sure. Things. He stayed working for sure. And a lot of people, like, think that, um, you know, like, some people think that, you know, you're at the silver screen making movies, then you go to now, TV, and it's kind of a step down. But now it's just not. Not at all. So as long as you're making content, bro. There's so much money out all there. Time. So um, maybe he just felt like he could get more freedom that way. Or yeah, whatever. Just or, or, chilling, too. Or like. it's a good story, and that's who, you know, wanted to pay for it. Whatever. Yeah, and he he directed some some one-off uh, episodes for some some series. He did an episode of Empire. Mm, I I'm think not, I saw that. Yeah, not I think, that episode, but I saw that he did that. I was, I'm not too thrilled about Empire. I, never, I, I saw the first that. season. I was off of it. He did um, one episode. Shit. Huh? That's the shit Jesse was on, right? Yeah, shout out to Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Um, my guy. <laughs> Actually, not my guy, but uh, <laughs> you know what He I'm did saying. an episode of American Crime Story. Um, that was 2016. He did episode of Rebel, the pilot that I guess it never came to fruition. Billions. He did an episode of Billions back in 2017. That's a big TV show on Showtime. I haven't seen it, but um, I'm aware of it. Yeah, but Snowfall was like his his pet project, though, that he kind of nurtured from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just on a breakfast club, man, like, I want to say last year. And it was a great interview. You love the breakfast club. I fuck with the breakfast club. I fuck with the breakfast club. I fuck with Angela more now because... That's your friend. I know her now. Yeah, I know her now. After Shout out Angela. She's cool as fuck. You know what I didn't realize was that... I'm not sure. And if I brought this up on a prior uh, episode, please correct me. Because I'm forgetful as fuck. And sometimes you, hey, so you I, do it, I do it. Yeah, we all, <laughs> do, it. We all do it. But Angel Lee was really good friends with my favorite artist growing up. I think they went to oh, uh, Santi Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, best I didn't friends, realize that. Sure. And then who was, oh, yeah, was it? I forget what it was. Like some producer was like trying to get her and, and Santi Gold to sing on some shit when they were like hella young. Mm. It was crazy, bro. It was like, I don't know if it was Salam Remy or it was somebody, dude. Like, it was crazy, and that's when I realized. Maybe RZA. Because she, she used yeah. to work for Wu-Tang. She used it to work for some, Wu-Tang. Yeah, I think so. It was just crazy, yeah. though. Just, I was like, damn, she grew up with Santi Go. Like, that made so much sense. Yeah. And it made me realize, like, shout out Santi Go, man, one of my favorite artists. And it made me realize, you know, that's someone that's kind of in the middle of a lot of things. And it showed me that how much Angelique, which I knew she was in the middle of a lot of things, but yeah. it showed me that was really, you know, how she came up. I fuck with her story, bro. Um, first of all, before we go into that, rest in peace, John Singleton. Shout out, John Singleton. Great filmmaker. Man. We're gonna a dearly huge loss. Huge we loss to the you, Hollywood scene. Yeah, man. Um, I was I was always looking for more from him. I'm, I wasn't sure if he was on the 2019 shaft, but if he was, I hope that got completed before he passed. Um, rest in peace to him. But yeah, bro, uh Yee, she um she definitely 
Well, we have developed a cool relationship that started off as business, of course. But uh, it evolved into some cool shit. She she definitely threw a lot of business my way, a lot of alley-oops that I don't really, like, blow it up. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to blow her spot up or nothing like that. But yeah. uh, she put me on to a lot of shit. Um, she always seemed like a real, like, man, genuine, she hella, hella genuine, bro. Like, I ain't even going to lie. Like, she hella genuine. When the first time I brought her out here was 2016, and you know when you you know when you bring talent to when you bring talent to the city for your event you got to host them and maybe take them to go eat or whatever right so I I was doing that um, you know and and it's the first time that I um, I dealt with a woman of that caliber meaning just you know I had to like host a woman I'm usually bringing rap rap dudes out here and shit right. Mm-hmm. But she had to go get her nails done, so I'm like, damn, I gotta go over there to go get her fucking nails done. I had to go <laughs> find a spot for her to go get in. I didn't, I didn't have to pay for it, but she just needed to get her nails done. She yeah, said, yeah, so, yeah. right, take her to a good spot. Yeah, so no, she found her own spot. So I walked with her down. There was some spot on on market that I never even heard of. So I'm like, you could take your chance, right? So we go do that. Then we go eat. I'm expecting to go pay for this meal between me, her, and her manager, hmm. right? But it was my B day, so she ended up. Paying for the meal Like nah it's your birthday Like you know what I'm saying The first time we Sat down First time meeting her So I'm like God damn Like damn Like that's That was hella cool You know what I'm saying And But throughout the whole night She was just hella Like easy to work with I brought her in And Envy out here Envy was a little He was on his New York shit Like he was I remember that he was acting the like Empire. A, yeah, it was an Empire. He was acting like that a was real. A good night. It was. He was just acting like a New York DJ, bro. Like he, <laughs> he knew he was DJ Envy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he was cool, but he he didn't really like. Outside of the event, he didn't he didn't fuck with it. I invited him to come eat with us. He was like, Nah, I'm, I'm gonna go eat over here at this steakhouse. You know what I'm saying? And um, he didn't really want to rock. Uh-huh. But um, and but that's another reason why I cling to. Angela more because she was open for that. She was open to build more than just this one transaction. That's why that following year, when I did that same party, I only booked her. You feel me? And then yeah. from there, that's what built it even more. Um, and then this last um, summer, 2018, we did a day party with her, and that was hella cool. And then her and my girl kind of connected hella hella tight too now. So like, like they follow each other. They be chopping it, you know what I'm saying? So, nice yeah, she she had a cool. So, I mean, I would um, I would always off of off of the things she do. I, you know, I just support it, like with the with the Breakfast Club shit, her podcast that she she might be doing a live podcast out here pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, and all her other shit, you know. Yeah, Breakfast Club is cool. Like she's hella tight, and he's cool. I'm not the biggest fan of Charlamagne. So that's that's just why I stand on that. I think um, with Charlemagne, I go I go through state. I used to really not like him, and then mm-hmm. I feel like he got a little bit better. He did, and then but then he still does certain things I don't really like. Um, to be honest, I haven't watched Breakfast Club in a minute though. I used to watch the interviews like a lot more. Yeah, I I, I think I watch Sway in the morning, and like they'll start the interviews Sway, the same. Sway is dope. I, I watch the <laughs> but though you know like like someone will release an album or have a movie, and they'll do the media rounds and they'll yeah. do Breakfast Club. They'll do Sway in the morning. They'll do Ebro in the morning. Right. I watch Sway and Ebro way more. And I used to really not like Ebro either, but I've come to and I can, Rosenberg's a corn, but. He means well. Corn bar, bro. Super corn. <laughs> uh, Laura Styles, man, I like her. 
I don't. She's hot. <laughs> she's fine. I think um, she's fine. I don't, I don't really care about her, her presence. I know that's shallow, but she's fine to me. But regardless, <laughs> um, I just tend to watch those interviews more. Like I go to Sway first, and then I'll go to Ero. Um, I'm uh, more, more. I'm lately, lately. I'm Breakfast Club, Sway, Vlad. No Ebro. Nah, I don't fuck with you. You don't bro. like Ebro? I don't fuck with Ebro. Why? Why? I don't dislike him. I just I don't, I don't fuck with him. But why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. Like I don't. He. You don't like him sometimes. Like the shit he did with Kodak. That shit was tight. I fucked with that. That shit was tight. I fucked with That's that. That's why I started fucking with Ebro again because he pushed the hard mm. line with certain things, and I was like, I hella respect that. Yeah. And this is that's the thing is that a lot of times. With um, and it's really on Charlemagne. It's just it's just a love fest when they could be more critical. You think so? Of certain people, I feel like he's critical with the wrong people. You think so? He's critical with the easy people to be critical with, but he's not critical. I don't like, know. Like like he ain't critical. Like he he, he won't be critical with um, with generally anyone younger or like any like. Nah, any I disagree because when he had Kodak up there, he was asking him some. Some questions that'll make him that if he didn't answer, he'll he'll look stupid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like the Birdman shit, he could have he could have Birdman though. That was gonna happen no matter what. But Birdman was a, he didn't have way. to say. And I don't want to spend too much time on the Birdman Club, but he didn't have <laughs> to say. Uh, well, you didn't pull up on Bert on on Rick Ross like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like for him to say that it's while he was sitting jab. right there, you yeah. feel me? Like, but he was sitting right there in front but of him. I, but I don't think anyone thought Birdman was just gonna leave. Um, I think Birdman came in there with an agenda, and it was hell in his feelings off top. Facts. You facts. know what I mean? And but I'm not saying that it's taking something could have happened though. It, but no, no, totally. And I'm yeah. not taking it's not taking anything yeah. away from Charlamagne. But I yeah. think that was more like Birdman's just a weirdo. I, yes, <laughs> I think um, his interviewing skills got got hella doper. Though. He's hella talented. He he's he smart. Lead, I, honestly, out of the the three, he leads the interviews, bro. Like he's oh, the he's lead. the most popular. He's a, not even that. I'm talking the way he interviews. Yeah, he leads the interviews, bro. Yeah, like Envy is the is the like the um, he's the MC. Like, you know, I mean, he's the more he's the vocal one. He knows he's the more professional. Oh, he's one. the host. He's the host, exactly. He's, he's, the, he's, he's the, the lead host. He's exactly he's a moderator. He's That's a what moderate. I guess that was the word I was looking for. Yeah. He's a moderator. He's kind of in the middle. Um, Charlemagne, he's the interviewer. He's the actual yeah, interviewer. Yeah, yeah. And um, ye within the interviewing, I don't really. I still haven't figured out her strength because I don't like the way she asks questions. I think she's. I think she's. Um, She's like, she comes from a more, she has a, a more of an artistic uh, uh, and, and a, a, a feminine perspective. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just more, hate the way she asks questions. Like she'll, she'll ask a great question, but she'll, she just doesn't ask the question. She, she well, has she's to, really, she's really, um, she knows how to finesse it. She knows how to, to she knows how to ask questions Um and and her deliveries like and I, I say this respectfully it, it's it's a soft delivery yeah which is and actually I, I it's actually like, a strength I think I don't really like that. there's I, a way to do that like it's yeah. a special kind of person like she yeah. could ask certain questions yeah um I I I didn't realize and this doesn't really matter but I didn't realize that Charlamagne is really short Hell until short. I saw him on on uh, 
Deces and Marin. I was like, yeah. God damn, this dude's like five six. Like I was like, this dude's hella small. It's funny you bring it, bring and them because up because of the vantage point. He's always far away. Yeah, you can't really tell. And he's always sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a small guy. It's funny you bring him up though because this is the one thing I do like about Charlemagne, and, it, and this is this goes to a conversation we had off off air or whatever. Um, he put it on hella people, bro. Like he puts a lot of people in position. He put Deces and Marin in position. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm you sure. know what I'm saying. I mean, he's powerful. I don't. He is, but I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying he's he, got a lot of clout. He uses that. He uses the clout that yeah, he's I always had. I, my thing with him is that historically, it's like it's like there's a lot of things about him that are tight, but it's, he's really immature. Oh, historically, yeah. and I don't like. I don't hell like, yeah. I think there's just been a lot of times where like he's just been really like he's been like a 15 year old boy for, yeah. uh, forever. He always reminded me and, of like and some, that like really like kind of bothers me. Yeah, and that's something I admire about Sway and Ebro is that they're like men. But Sway, like, no you got your bro. Sway, Sway is Sway's probably the best. What, what is he like? Fifty, bro. Probably he's the, on, Sway's man. the best. He been in the game. Sway's the best. He's the best at this he's shit, the best. bro. He's the There's, best no, at this shit, bro. Sway's. I mean, I, we could talk about a whole episode about how, how much I love Sway. Yeah. I'm sure you can too. And and but what I'm saying is that you know, like hip hop is a young culture. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's always been driven by the youth. But it's like it just annoys me when like older people try to act young to stay relevant. It's like you can still real be relevant and be your position and be your age. Mm. And so I feel like Charlemagne does that sometimes. And I also feel like sometimes his perspective is just hella immature. And it's almost like I think buff- it's, it's almost buffoonery. And so that's what's turned me off from him. I don't think it's immature. I just think it's ignorant in the in the sense of the word of he just don't know, bro. Like when he talks about he he talks about um all this his his political shit and when he talks about he talks about Kamala Harris, he be so uninformed, bro. Like he don't he really doesn't know what the fuck he's talking well, about. He was on fucking what's your name show. What? My fucking white supremacist lady. Uh, Tommy Lawrence. Okay, so so People jumped down his throat for that, but the reason why he even did that was because he, because I, I heard his explanation. He was like, "I wanted to give her a chance to explain what the fuck she meant." I totally what, get that, but the whole thing is that she's such a divisive. Yeah, hate, hate no, but, to even validate her by even acknowledging her is is just. But I don't he agree he that. acknowledged that he shouldn't have did that though. Okay, he was like, "That's well, one that's of the good." Th- he said, "That's <laughs> one of the." There you he go. Said, <laughs> he said, and he also <laughs> said, he he said that he who doesn't. Who else was on that shit? It was him and who else though? Joe Budden. Joe Budden. On Tommy Lauren? I think so. Nah. Nah, it was him and someone else went on that shit at the same time. I don't I can't, I can't stand I didn't watch it because I didn't care for it. I can't stand it. I didn't Joe watch Budden. it because I, can't I fuck stand with Joe Budden. Joe He's Budden. hella funny, bro. He's fucking really ignorant too. He's hella funny, bro. Just, I didn't I didn't watch the Tommy Lauren shit though because she didn't come on a breakfast club. You know what I'm saying? She was supposed to come on a breakfast club and she didn't. She's a devil. And nah, she I don't fuck with her. And I wouldn't even get rid of you. I don't give a fuck who's on that show. That's I'm not what I'm watching saying. That shit. So what I'm saying is that he was a no, fool I feel for doing you. that. I, he was used. He real no. He realized that too. No, re- and yeah, that's good. He I, I credit him that, for knowing that for but, sure. But that was like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I fuck with it though. Um, man, let's talk about some basketball, man. Game one, we up. We don't talk about sports enough. I don't nah, feel like. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a. Casual, yeah, you are. I'm a casual sports, this is, sports this is, guy. This I'm, is this is DL right here. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. <laughs> DL will watch some shit all year, and then he'll watch the playoffs, and then he no. get, and then you get mad at some shit. But I'm not sure you fully. Nah, I understand what's happening. I watched. Um, I watched. 
full I watched for the past five years I watched all Warriors full season okay, okay. like game for game um, <laughs> I just I don't fuck with football no more like I, I don't, I, fuck with that I don't watch I, I haven't watched, watched that shit in now the fucking Niners drafted that fucking white supremacist alright motherfucking on, man. Fuck I'm that, all the way dude. done bro. Yeah, I'm I've all been the way done with the NFL but now, and that was the whole thing with the cap shit was like and now we're not trying to go on an NFL tangent, but I, I knew that when that happened, I was like, I'm prepared to never watch the NFL again. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I don't like the sport of football. We all grew up playing that shit. I love, I love football more than basketball. Hey. I'm not watching that shit anymore. Yeah, no I'm bro. watching that shit. That I'm shit not is, fucking fuck the Niners. Is, the draft, that shit, the is, that shit is the slave auction. Come on, man. All that combine, all that yeah. shit is some bullshit. But anyway, let's talk about some basketball. Game one, we up. I fuck with it. You get mad. I don't know if. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. This is my high, t- high take. I don't know if the Warriors gonna get out of out of this oh, this round. We're about to work them. I don't know. So I'm gonna tell you right now, like, motherfuck the Houston Rockets all day. It's the softest <laughs> team I've ever seen in my life. People talk about the, the, the Warriors are soft, man. No one on the Rockets want to thump. Everyone on the Rockets want to. They they base their strategy of winning around getting calls. Like who the fuck does that? I agree. It's one thing to draw a call when you can get it. All right, you do that, but the, you literally base your style of play and designing your winning around getting calls. You know, I mean, the Warriors matching up with the fucking Rockets again in the second round of playoffs this time. Last year was the Western Conference Finals. The Rockets team last year was a lot better than the Rockets team this year. Facts. They're a gimmicky ass team, man. And Isaiah Thomas broke that shit down. He's like, they can only score three different ways. They shoot the three, they drive, and they draw fouls. So the Warriors mm. can score five different ways, every way. They can shoot the three, they can drive, they can drive fouls, they can shoot the mid range, and they can they can score in transition. I'm gonna keep it real, bro. The Warriors are the better team, but I just see them beating themselves, bro. Just like with the Clippers. That's bro. the only way that anyone can yeah. beat the Warriors, but it's not gonna happen because the Rockets, first of all, they're so predictable that you can scheme against them hella easy. They're very good at what they do, but because they're very predictable and they will not change their their. Identity for anything, which is actually, it's it's stubborn to a fault. <laughs> uh, you can see that in Game Seven last year, they missed twenty seven three pointers in a row and wouldn't. They, they hit a mid range. They wouldn't do yeah. anything else. Yeah, it just shows you how flawed they are. And that comes from the bitch ass coach Mike D'Antoni. But uh, yeah, weirdo. Fuck that dude. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the the Warriors are on a different level, man. They're about to outclass them. They're going to show how how much of a gimmick the Rock this Rockets team is not nearly as good as they were last year. Um, and the whole thing too is um, on top of all of that, the NBA does not want to see this Warriors team, especially if Durant's going to leave, mm-hmm. not make the finals. That's true. And the the Rockets are so stupid because the Warriors have been whining about calls all year long, and to the point where they've been on the ref shit list. You see the way that the refs officiated the Clippers series? They totally fucking favored the Clippers. Yeah. But the Rockets just came out after game one and complained about the refs. So they just, you're facing a team that already is getting, not getting the benefit of the doubt by the refs. But now you just made it so you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because you complained. That's just hella stupid. So my um, whole thing is like, you know, I mean, the Warriors definitely have some warts, they have some problems. They totally are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. If they lose to, you know, Eastern, there's some really good Eastern Conference teams right now. If they lose to those teams in the finals, hey, man, it's okay, man. You can't win them all. I, I, I can accept that, but I cannot accept the loss to the Rockets. <laughs> and they will not beat lose to the Rockets. The Rockets, the other thing, too, is the Rockets, 
They're a low character group. When things don't go so well, that's like infighting. Yeah. You can, there's a reason why Chris Paul and James yeah. Harden have never really done shit in the playoffs. They start blaming each other. Yeah. They're not going to, you know you what I mean? You saw that. You saw that they're yesterday, not too. Real lit. Dude, they're not really, like, none of them are leaders. They all play for themselves. Yeah. They bought into this system that D'Antoni has had, but it's not a real, they don't have a really good culture. Mm. You know what I mean? And you're going to see as the series goes on, when st- stuff's, you know, it's not going too well, they're not going to get along. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we haven't even added bitch-ass Austin Rivers into the <laughs> equation. He was hurt in the game one, but they don't even like that dude. You know what I mean? He's on their team. And the yeah. only reason they had him because it was out of desperation. There was no one else to get. They needed they needed some players, that, you know, in the in the year. He was cut by what the Washington Wizards? They brought him in. Yeah. So I I, I, mean, I just think the Warriors are on a whole different class and they're hella confident against these. They guys. are the better team, bro. It's it's no doubt. I just I just hope that they don't beat themselves in this series. That's the only way they could lose. That's, and I'm gonna it. tell you right now, if no one gets hurt, they're gonna win in five games. Mm. Mark my words. They wouldn't have won in five games last year if Iguodala hadn't got hurt. Facts. Iguodala is so... Balling. No, Iguodala right now looks He's like 2015 balling. Iguodala. He's like, balling, I don't man. know what the fuck tonic he took. Bruh. Or he got like the platelet-rich plasma injections in his knee <laughs> over in Germany. Where the fuck he did, man? That dude looks like young. He's balling. All-star Iguodala. Like, not young, but it looks like he's like 30 years old. Yeah. And he's 30, what, 34? Nah, he older than he older than me. I'm 34. Nah, I think he's like a year older than you, maybe. He's 30. He's for sure 35. I heard them say that yesterday for sure. Um, I want to see Dame take it all though. I'm gonna keep it real. I want to see him get a ring. It ain't gonna happen. I want to see it though. I love the guy, but it ain't gonna happen. I just love that. Uh, I just love that he stuck to bitch ass Westbrook, man. Off top. I can't stand that dude. Now people can really see. Hey, good dog's 35. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now you can see that, you know, that Westbrook was just another gimmick. You know what I mean? Gimmick? Yeah, yeah you just, well, not even a gimmick, but he just, I mean, the triple doubles to me are hollow. Off time. I think they set him up every game for a triple double. No, they do. You can watch, right. you can watch that they, 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 they get out the way for it, rebounds. Exactly. And also, right. you can watch in a lot of regular season games. He'll get to 10 assists and then he'll just stop passing the ball. Yeah. Like, he'll just stop. Yeah. Like, so that dude's a fraud. But at least that dude will, like, fucking take a mid range shot. The problem with Westbrook, he's such a maniac. That he can only go 100 miles an hour. He doesn't know how to play like a different speed. Like right. you can't just drive your car only. Like someone was saying that on the, on the on the TV, they're like, you can't just drive your car only 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta drive 35. Sometimes you gotta drive 25. Sometimes you gotta drive 55. I gotta keep reminding myself. Or else you'll get in an accident. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we all do. But man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. Mark my words, bro. They're about to beat the shit out of these dudes. Five games. I guarantee. Oh. A little, barring injury. If there's injuries, then that's a completely different thing. Yeah. But they're gonna outclass these dudes. I hope. I I really hope they they take it this year again. The Rockets just did, because it's the last year in Oakland. Yeah, and ain't no telling how the fuck they gonna adjust in the city. Well, they're gonna be good, but KD's probably gone. My whole thing is like, hey, KD, if you want to leave, it's all good. Just get you know, finish this job, man. Yeah, get this. I ready. mean, he's looking dope as fuck. He's looking though. like he's the best player it. in the world. Yeah, he's killing it for sure. He's the best player in the world right now. Yeah. I, I would say, and. and uh, I just, I just think, you know, you know what the Rockets are, man. The Rockets are the boogeyman. Mm. You know, what I mean, if the boogeyman don't really exist, everyone's like, yeah. oh, like they're they're so scary. And I think people got so stressed out on the last series last year. They think this team's the same team. 
they also don't see that the the, the reason that a guy even the seven games is because Iguodala got hurt. Uh, Kyrie you know, game two when the Rockets won, they beat the Warriors in that game. They whooped the fucking shit mm. out of the Warriors. But the other games that they won, they won those games, but they didn't beat the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors beat themselves in those mm-hmm. games. The Warriors could have won hella different ways. Facts. They missed shots, like whatever it was. Yeah, this team ain't really that good, man. I'm what telling you, think you about and Curry, and this, like and this team he... ain't nearly as what it was. Like this Rockets team now, and they lost Trevor Reza, Luke Bamute. Mm. Those two, dude, just on defense, are like so much better than anyone else they have on defense now. Yeah. And now Looney, Kevon Looney is one of the real reasons oh my God. why they beat the Rockets last year. And he had to learn how to defend on the switch, defend hard on the switch, yeah. on the fly. And he fucking was crazy, so good. Looney looked Now he's so much better. And now he's got a decent offensive game where he can hit a fucking mid-range shot. Yeah. And now we got Bogut, which is like just to have that other look. Like if we had Bogut be looking kind of lazy sometimes. See, yeah, you were bro. going to Bogut. No, the whole honey. thing about Bogut, why he might look lazy or whatever, is that against Montrez Harrell in the Clippers series, that was just a complete mismatch. Mm. Like he never really should have played that series, and that's just how it is. Like there's certain teams that you know, like if the Clippers had played the Rockets in the first round because they score so much, they mm. would have given the Rockets a lot more trouble. Mm. They played Utah. Utah can't score. They're a great defensive team. Yeah. But they can't score. They couldn't fucking buy a bucket. They would have won that, that last game, game five. They would have won Utah, that. Though. No, fuck them. <laughs> but what I'm saying nah, is that no, it's no, all matchup based, is what I'm saying. It's yeah, all matchups. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all matchups. What do you think about Curry, though, man? I ain't, I, he looking. He was looking kind of weird the, the last two, two, three games for real. Uh, I think he has looked kind of weird, but it's crazy because even when he looks weird, the dude will score 25 points, have yeah. seven assists. Five board like he'll still have numbers. And if you look in the Clippers series, when KD was going off, who were they double teaming? Facts. They were double teaming Curry the whole time. Yeah. And KD was getting off because they they're like this is what they're like. We can't stop KD. We gotta throw a double team on one of these guys. Yeah. So let's throw a double team at Steph. He's the easier to do. Because if double he team. start getting off, it's curtains. A double team ain't even. Gonna and he's work. still getting twenty five points. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's like Steph. Uh, you expect, but you got Steph's so got many different game. moving parts to worry about fucking with the Warriors. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's you can't. You got like nine people you got to worry what I'm about. I'm trying to say is the Rockets <laughs> ain't on the level. Like they have the the way the Rockets could will beat the Warriors is that they have to play perfectly, yeah. and the Warriors have to have a bad game. Yeah. Now, can that happen four times? That's my know. point. Is that can't happen four times? The the odds tell you that it's that the Warriors at a great advantage to have a good game. For like, there's way more likely that the Warriors will have a good game four times than the Rockets will have a, per- a good, a perfect game four times. That's true. The Warriors need to have good games. They don't need to play perfectly. Yeah. The Rockets need to play perfectly. Yeah. And that's just how I feel. Fuck the Houston Rockets. I don't give a fuck, fuck what happens Rockets. as long as we. Beat I ain't gonna them. lie. That used to be my team back in the '90s, though. I mean, hockey that was, was my amazing. team. That was like my team. Everybody was fucking with with the Bulls. I was fucking with the Rockets. Hakeem. Hakeem, Maxwell, Sam Cassell, uh, uh, punk ass, um, uh, Clyde Drexler? Not Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Punk ass Charles Barkley. Clyde Drexler, though, was like the dude, though, bro. Dude, when Clyde was on the Portland Trailblazers, I fucked with him on the, on the, I remember that was a team I used to watch. I used to watch basketball with my dad a lot. Me and too. that was the team like we liked them. Yeah, he did. We watched him, and we were just like we liked him. I remember Clyde was. Yeah, my pops Clyde was the Clyde, big, man. Clyde the Clyde. He was a big uh, Clyde Drexler fan. He was a big uh, Earl the Pearl though. Yeah. Yeah, my pops. He was a huge Earl the Pearl. Uh, 
I forget his Earl Nah Earl What was his last name Earl something He was like Pre-Jordan So I don't know I don't know That's way back Yeah that's way before That's before my 80s, time 80s bro 80s That was like <laughs> uh, Wilkins Dominique Wilkins And all them You know what I'm saying Right before Right before Jordan But yeah um, Yeah I mean I, I want to see the Warriors Kill these niggas In like four or five games I just I, I hope it don't go I hope it doesn't go Past five it won't. I don't think it will. Yeah. The most will be six, and Man, it even, then, six, it, even then it'll be like a nice six. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just too close yesterday, like too close. I mean that's the whole thing though. It's like that's the thing. It's like when it's like the real real playoff games. When you really like win some shit, you're really supposed to win. It kind of hurts. Yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that's the thing is like that's why it's just the boogeyman because when we played them last year it was like that shit was like that shit was like emotional bro it like, was like like we won a game we feel good till the next game then we lost a game we feel bad till the next man. game <laughs> that shit was that shit is upsetting bro man. like I threw a day party yesterday and the game was on 1230 our, our day party started at 330 so the game's gonna end around 330 your whole mood up if <laughs> I still think it would've been good but it wouldn't be as good cause you're gonna have a certain amount of people that'll be like nah I'm just staying in now yeah, like they're upset yeah, for sure when people are winning they're like oh yeah let's go out yeah drink. Just popping. And, yeah like people are just like down for whatever so definitely man like that's one thing people don't realize about throwing events and parties like you kind of gotta be a psychologist a psychologist oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely be like, you gotta know behavior you know what i mean we threw a party the night before and it was like really slow i mean my emotion on them do fourth fridays at parliament it was slow we're like why is it slow and then we were like talk to other people it was slow over oakland we're like why is it slow i was like man i think it's because that warriors game comes on early next day i think a lot of people are like i'm just gonna stay and watch this game and i know i did yeah so who knows, but I, I, I picked the Warriors in five. What do you pick the Warriors? Um I can't pick. I wanna I'm hoping for the Warriors in five. They got this, man. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, man, these motherfuckers is the boogeyman. But I, right now I'm I'm really rooting for Dame though, man. That was just a beautiful thing to see him knock uh Dame's tight, they're playing right now. Knock them out. Oh yeah, I still Oh, they losing right now to the Nuggets. The Nuggets. They're about to lose. Wow. Wow. But the first, but the Nuggets have home court advantage. So, and wow, the 76ers stepped up and beat the, the Raptors in game two. So, 94-89. So, now that's, that's knotted up one apiece. That's going to be a good series. The, the, some people say this might be the second, the best second round ever. Mm. And and I wouldn't argue against that. Hmm. So, go Dubs, Dubs up. Go Warriors. Definitely. You know what I mean? I want to touch on something hella quick. Before we move on to our weekly picks for music and all that, oh yeah, you know I, I see a lot of people out here. They they love the Game of Thrones, man. They love it. Never it's heard a, of it's it. A, it's, nah. a phenom- <laughs> it's a phenomenon. It's like everywhere you look. You know what I mean? And 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 it's all good. And like I don't, I'm not into it, man. Well, this is the podcast where neither one of the hosts have never seen one episode. No, I, I've seen episodes. <laughs> you seen an episode? Or so I, I, I try to watch the first. Season and I didn't like the way they portray, portrayed. Um, oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah, brown people. I, right, I think right. I think they are Arab, but I'm not sure. But it was just like they portrayed brown people as being held de- de- probably Persian demonic. or something. Uh. Yeah, and my problem really is like it's not even a problem. I just I just don't get this. Yeah. What I don't get is I got a lot of friends who are like activists and or um, you know they super against hard. white supremacy and super against white people. And hey, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm all for it. Right. 
But then how the fuck you you all about a European <laughs> fantasy? Y'all tripping over yourselves, <laughs> playing your whole life around this shit yeah. about a European fantasy. And I just don't get it, man. I don't understand. It's weird. It's weird. It's real hype beast though too. You Super know, cause hype. I ain't gonna lie. I, I didn't. I'm. I wasn't even aware of uh, Game of Thrones until maybe two or three years ago, and it's been out since 2010. I never knew that. Yeah. So I want to watch it just because I want to see what the fuck is going on. I want to see what it was about, but I'm not pumped to see it at all. Yeah, I'm not excited. I mean, I'm, I'm sure watching one day, the shy right now. One day, I'll, you know, I'll take it out and and you know, teach his own. And it's what I just don't understand how people could be on some fuck white people all day. And I'm right there with you, man. Fuck white people all day, damn near. But but they see. But why y'all love this shit? I don't not understand. White people and dragons. Hype. Yeah, man. <laughs> like you see, white people like people will tell me how white people are like the lesser race, and I'm like, yeah. But then they're doing backflips and shaking people with swords, and you're like rooting for these motherfuckers. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Man. And ready to kill you if you spoil, yeah, if you spoil the episode. I, I don't <laughs> get it at all. <laughs> They'd be ready to murder you. I don't get it all, but uh, I don't get it either until I watch it. I probably won't watch it for another year. I watch so. this shit in like fifty years. Yeah, like I, man, <laughs> I watch this shit with a like, like I still, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm probably the only probably person that never seen The Sopranos. I just want something to explain that my question. Well, I don't understand. No, but that's a good question. It's a good ass that's, question. That's a good and question. And I said, tell people that hell I felt that. And my homie Willie Mays, who mm. we have on here, DJ Willie Mays, man, who's a native brown man. And he said it, man. Today, he, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said on Twitter, but he was like, man, Game of Thrones is some peak white supremacy. And y'all love it. Ooh. You know what I mean? And that's how I said to my Ooh. I said to my friend, I was like, Ooh. I got some communist friends, some socialist friends, and and I'm not even saying I'm not down with that at all. But they love this shit. And I'm like, this is peak capitalism, man. How y'all love this shit? If y'all are supposed to be down with the man, down with the man, down with white supremacy, Western world, and this is everything. This epitomizes the Western world. Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. But anyway, moving on. One of our favorite artists finally dropped the album. Man. It's been a while. But Schoolboy Q dropped it. This is finally his fifth album called Crash Talk. And I, I fuck with it. It's, you know, it's my probably my favorite rapper in the past six, seven years. And um, I was highly anticipating the album. I had a feeling, though, it was going to be subpar. I know people that heard it <laughs> before it came out. People that went to the listening party before it came out down in Los Angeles. And they were like, yeah, be prepared not to be excited by this album. Really? I'm a fan, and so I like songs on the album, but I felt like it was really underwhelming. You didn't like Chopsticks? I'm not crazy with this song. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, not crazy about that. I, I you know what that it was? Is collab could have been doper, but I like the song. Man. When I heard that and then Lump Lump, those were like the first two singles that came out before. I wasn't wowed by either. Lump Lump. And he's historically had singles that come on Num Num Juice. I mean, Num Num Juice. My bad. I don't that know. song is hard, bro. I just he was busting on that song. It's cool, but I was just like. Historically, he's had like lead singles that come out that actually ended up not even being an album that been pretty dope. Yeah, and I just I just wasn't impressed by either of them. It just didn't do it for me. You know what I mean? I'm still a big fan, and there was definitely songs on there that I really like, uh, particularly the last song, "Attention," and then the song "The Boy Wonder Shit" where he flipped the premiere beat. 
That mm, shit was which hilarious. one was that? Dude, you got a trip. The third to last song is a hip crash. Movie. Crash. That song you flipped the loop for that Royce the 5'9 song, Boom, which is the DJ premiere. Mm. But it's kind of like almost trolling. I know it's not, doesn't mean any disrespect toward Royce or or premiere, but it feel like it's almost trolling because it's like, it's almost like, let me take this beat and make it into like a SoundCloud song. Wow. Go back and listen to that. I will. Yeah. I think some people didn't catch that, but I, I laughed when I heard that shit. And I really, I actually really liked that song. I think it was one of the high points. Song with Cuddy was a high point, but it was super short. I like that song. That too. was only and 40 minutes. It is hella short. It's only 40 minutes long. 14 songs. Yeah. I like it like probably half of them. Shout out to the homie DJ Dahi Proust, about six songs on there. Okay. Excellent work. Um, I just, you know what it is? The bar is really high for TDE. Facts. And bar is really high for Schoolboy. And I just yeah. felt it's easily his weakest project. Mm. And it's crazy because TDE, the last two projects they put out to me have been really subpar for TDE. And it was that. And then another project came out last month that I think a lot of people didn't know about. Or the, I feel like it was a tax write-off. What's but, the name? Uh, uh, Zachary or Zachary. I didn't know that. His album is terrible. His album like never should have really? came out. It's not tight. And like his lead single, actually, I like that song, but it sounds like it should have just been an album cut, not the lead single. What? It's not. Oh, Run Wild, Run Free. It's not tight. Is it that project? It, I don't know. Like for what? And I'm not the biggest TDE guy either. But for what I come to expect from them, like it's just not on the level. Did you expect much from Zakari though? I kind of did. Really? Because I felt like that song Love on on Dan. Love was tight, but it I didn't that, it didn't showcase. But I felt him like being I'm dope, the, though. this little thing. Like I was like that song was one of the strongest songs on that album, yeah. I thought. And then I'm like, "Whoa, if TDE signed the dude, he, he must, must be hella be tight." Because I know hella people that are that are part of the TDE family more or less, yeah. whether they're employed or they're a close associate. Mhm. And so I just know like the caliber of even the people that those people work with, I know the caliber of artists. And I'm not necessarily like I won't necessarily like like every artist, but I'm like I get it. I think I get um, the talent level and like, and and it's just like Zakari's album is just like it's just not good, dude. It's like we, it's, just, it's I never knew it came to out. me. It's so exactly I'm it's so underwhelming. Shit. I figured it's like me a tax write off. It's so underwhelming that like it's like almost weird. Wow, it's almost weird, dude. Check it out. Well, Check it out. If I'm tripping, Q, tell me I'm tripping. Um, Crash Talk is not bad. I get three and a half out of five. I fuck with Crash Talk. I'm gonna p- pull up something that I ain't, I haven't heard anybody talk about. Are these two SOB projects, man? The oh. the marshmallow one and the um, I haven't heard that. The marshmallow one and the Hit Boy one. Hit Boy one got some ones. All right, I'm a reverse. The Marshmallow, it's three songs. Those three songs is tight. I haven't heard that. Hella yet. tight. I didn't like the Hit Boy shit. I like the last two of the, the songs. All right, I'm gonna start with the mixes. The mixes was hella weird to me. Really? Like the yeah, it was hella weird. Like it was like hella. This probably won't make sense to the, the average person, but it was like overly fluffy. If that makes sense, like the production, the way it was mixed, it was just, it just sounded kind of weird to me. And the um, I don't I, I didn't actually I didn't like the songs either. It was like a couple songs on there that were just like, why would you even make this? And I I just expected more from Hit Boy, yeah. a lot more from Hit Boy. I, I agree. With like a hundred times more from him. Yeah, Hit is I, raw. Feel, I feel like a lot of times like <laughs> I feel like Hit Boy is hella hit or miss. Yeah, and I feel like I unintended. Mean, <laughs> I feel like hella um, yeah right, and then I feel like. uh 
Yeah, you could, you know, there's a lot of collaborations with like a hot artist and like a producer. But mm-hmm. A lot of times they just give them hell of throwaway beats. But that's how I felt. At the same that's time, exa- that's for sure. You don't know if dudes just picked the wrong beats. Like True. they might have just picked like True. not the type beats. Check that marshmallow shit Hit Boy, out. Also, I guarantee you though, Hit Boy would not give on a collaboration project with an up and coming artist or group. He would not give them the best beats. Like the best beats mm. are sure the same for like Jay Z and Drake and that's true and K Dot and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I guarantee you, like the the real like crazy Hit Boy beats. Yeah. Are saved. I didn't like. Didn't Hit Boy do like a couple projects with Don Kennedy? I feel like they did like a I think projects. he did not uh, an entire project, I don't think. I think so. Yeah, I'm I'm over Dom Kennedy though. Oh my god. No, I don't even want to get into that. Let's yeah. not start on that one. Yeah. Come back, Dom. Dom. <laughs> I want to see you come back. I don't um, know if I ever talk about this. I'm just gonna say it hella quick. I don't know if I ever talk about this, but I feel like Dom be rapping not tight on purpose to sound cool. Yeah. Like he's a way You did say that before actually Yeah Yeah. He raps not Not on here You told me that (laughs) Yeah he raps like Not good on purpose To be cool To be like more street Somehow And I'm just like bro Like you're a way better rapper Than that Like stop Yeah Check out that um, SOB Marshmallow Project That is called Roll the Dice Um, I need to listen to that Another one um, Shy Glizzy um, Covered in Blood Not mad at that I'm I'm a big Shy Glizzy fan um, this project I'm not as crazy about. Really? No, compared to his last two No like The Storm And then What were the last two Fully Loaded Whatever like There's a red cover And there's like a blue cover The blue yeah yeah That's that Fully shit, Loaded Both them shits is tired I fuck with Fully Loaded I like this one though I ain't gonna lie I like it this was cool. one He it had was some cool. shit on it I like the Slauson song You know It's I, cool Riding down so and it, it, it has some shit on here And I like that I It didn't have no features He only had one feature on I always record. check for him And like he puts out So much shit And, he does. and it's good But he puts out So much shit That like I'm not mad That like I don't like this album That much Or this project Cause you know He gonna come With another one That's probably And like He's an like, artist I check for Yeah Shout out DJ Shabazz Who I know Listens to this project mm. Every time Shy Glizzy Comes to the Bay He DJs his events Yeah And I'm like And he's known About Shy Glizzy Like there's only been A few people Who I perceive To know about Shy Glizzy Going back Three, four years, and he's one of the original fans that I know of. So, shout out to Shabazz. Oh, he's DJing the Shaggy events at the club. It's pretty tight. I fuck with him. Uh, man, I'm going to say, uh, man, the latest Larry June project, Portis San Francisco, I really like, man. And funny enough, I'm sleeping on it. I need to go listen to yeah, it. I were, didn't do it. So. You, were, you weren't involved in this one. Yeah, I wasn't involved. Um, you know, I want to check it out, though. And I, 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 want, I really want to check it out because I'm not involved. Usually yeah. when I when I sit and I've been working on it for months, I usually don't listen to it after it comes out because I'm like, I, I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's there's some there's there's um he's he keeps developing as an artist. There's evolution. I like it. There's a really tight song that Cardo made the beat for called Thug for it. To me, it really stands out. Cardo got wang. It's a really tight song, and if you trip off, he shouts out the date. Of the morning he recorded, and it's the same date that Nipsey died. No way. Day. Yeah, you just like trip out that song, and that song is tight as fuck. Like the beat, the shit he says is hella funny. The ad-libs, the hook, he's singing more on this shit. Like it, I fuck with. Oh yeah, song. I gotta listen to it. That song is tight. Um, Anderson Pack dropped a loved a it project uh, Ventura Ventura, which was a follow up to his aftermath debut Oxnard, which was really like disappointing for a lot of people. So the new album, I think. Really uh, kind of made up for that I think a lot of people Seem to like Really like it I like it um, I'm not I the like biggest it. Anderson fan But I fuck with AP And 
Sounds tight. He's got some really dope features. Song with Brandy is really tight. Song with Andre 3000 is really tight. Dope as fuck. Smokey Robinson, dope as fuck. The weird thing about the Smokey Robinson song is like, I couldn't hear him on there. Is he saying like background? He's on the hook. Yeah. Does he? He, he got like I love, on the hook. Like, I love Smokey Robinson, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan. Um, I need to listen to that again. The Layla Hathaway song is hella raw, bro. Hella tight. I'm about to listen to this shit tonight. Yeah, I feel that song that tight as fuck, I feel like bro. there's something we're leaving out, though. Albums or songs? There was like something we were talking about that made me think of something else. Um, for, like something we forgot. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Wiz Oh, yeah, yeah. Wiz Cleaver dropped a project. He's got three DJ Fresh beats. Not crazy about him, but it's really tight that he's working with Fresh. That is and, dope as fuck. And they're cool. And I'm a, I'm a DJ Fresh fan. Some people are not as fans, but I check for, you know, all this shit. And I don't love it all. But I love enough of it where I'm obviously a fan. And um, I like these songs. I'm not crazy about it, though, to be honest. But it's cool. Yeah. Um, And then O3 Greedo put out a project with DJ Mustard. I don't is, fuck with O3 Greedo. Why not? The shit he said about Pac. That shit was just... And that's why I don't fuck with it. That shit was blasphemy. But right. it was just... Yeah, that shit actually made me mad. You know, I was a big O3 Goodo fan was Dregs One, one of the Native Sons. And then when he heard that, he said that shit, he definitely was was not fucking with him for yeah, a while. Yeah, man. I kind of like let it go. The problem with me with O3 Goodo that actually why it did bother me was that he ain't hella young. Right. Like O3 Goodo is like 31 or 32. Right, so like, like, just damn can So it's like he kind of should know better. Bruh. It was definitely a troll move, but it was like you shouldn't go there. And like there's why. certain people... And that's why. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, Greedo's like he's a raw talent. Um, I don't even know what he sounds like. I'm gonna keep he's, it real. He's I've tight. never heard he's one tight. song from him. He's, he's got tight songs. He's tight. Um, I'm never gonna hear. This project's cool. <laughs> You're never gonna hear. It. Come on, man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I will skip a song from him, bro. I'm not fucking with it. You won't even be like, "This is what it is," just to hear it. I'm cool, bro. Okay, I respect. I'm it. Cool, bro. It's people. It's, it's uh, people like that. I just won't fuck with like. I'm a bigger Tupac fan because than you, of though. that. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. We, I, I'm not I'm gonna say I'm bigger. I'm, big I'm not nah, gonna say nah, I'm it's bigger. Ridiculous to even say that. But I don't. I, we, we gotta. I was be just, joking. We for sure on the same level for sure. I don't know. I listened to the project. It's cool. Uh, Greedo definitely carries it. He's hella talented. Mustard kind of sounds like the same thing as the the hip boy shit. It kind of sounds like some throwbacks. You know what I mean? The thing too with like guys like Hit Boy and Mustard, they have like a production line, like an assembly line. Like you don't even know. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah, hella yeah. dudes under them that making beats, yeah. so they have homies that make beats and they'll buy the beats. I wish them. I had time for that, bro. Cause yeah, I have like, some good ass ideas, and I need an assembly line. That shit comes from <laughs> Dre, really. No, Dre, no, no. He Dre no, had, no. It came from Quincy Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where it started. Oh, I was talking about hip hop though. Hip hop shit, Dre for sure. Well, and there's there's always been artists throughout time, whether it's been music or actual. Uh, Visual artists, whatever they've had people under them. Yeah, nah, but but Dre shit, for sure. They got the credit for it. Dre, but Dre had what high tech. He had uh, Scott DJ Storch. Khalil, Scott Sorch. He had like a ton of people. Uh, Mailman, Mailman. He had a ton of people under yeah. him. Um, so I think that's it, though, bro. Yeah, I'm I trying think to think it. of somebody else. I can't even think of anybody. If if we are forgetting you, my bad. City P new album drops uh next week, May seventh. Um, Summer line. in the city. Thought line is going crazy. That shit is hard. I like and that song. That's actually a real number. Uh eight three three 
thought line, you can call that number. <laughs> call the thought line. And get some information. He just shot the videos featuring Mr. Fab and Greedy Boy Fred. I like this City song. P. Um, Shout out Trackademics. Trackademics did a... Uh, Trackademics is a legend. Did a remix of, a, of a, a Sade legend. song, and it's like so fucking tight. I, I think I've seen you post Dude. that. Yeah, I want to I wanna, I wanna check shit, that out. On Saturday, why my motion and Trackademics happened to be there. I don't I think we knew Trackademics was there. The club, but why my motion played that song four times in a row? It was hilarious. Oh, when he do that, it's over. With. It was. This is my favorite song. He was singing along to it. It's Sade. over when he did that. It when was he so does funny. That. Um, City P got his album coming out May seventh. Um, Lil Bean, Frisco artist. He got the nasty campaign out. That just came out. That shit is hella dope. He's um, he's actually my young homie. He's from Geneva Towers. Uh, he rock with Remedy. Um, him and Remedy got like. They thing going. Uh, I knew his dad. His dad was, was murdered in the early 2000s, and he his his name actually comes from his dad. His, his possible name was Beaner, um, so he little Bean. But he's hella dope. Check I've him out. I've seen you. I've seen you. Uh, I actually listen to some of the shit. Yeah, between and stuff. He raw, bro. Um, Frisco artist. Um, e Bang got a new song out called G Money. Um. Lil Caleb headline in brick and mortar May 12th. Uh that's I think that's it that I'm thinking about. Come out every Sunday night to somewhere, me and DJ Lady Ryan holding it down. Every, every Tuesday, Tuesday night, me and H Holler holding it down. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all the importance cracking. of a weekday party. You're gonna find the best people out because <laughs> Yeah, you find real You're gonna find industry, some Yeah, you go if you wanna go to people, a like, real It ain't amateur night. It's not amateur night, man. And the people that come out are just some some real dope people. people so really if you wanna check music. them out every Tuesday at Hello Stranger in Oakland. Hello Stranger California. in Oakland, man. Like I wanna check that shit out because Yeah, come hang yeah, yeah. The venue is beautiful. Um and Yeah, I've never been in that it, one. It's nice, a newer venue and uh it's just the the energy that we have is really good. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, shit, another one like another one, man. Uh, game two coming up, Warriors. Hopefully, we'll have some good news by the next episode to talk about. You feel me? Um, yeah, four on five day, Frisco. We covered it, right? We all good. We good. All right, man. Signed, sealed, delivered. Signed, sealed, motherfucking delivered. Native Sons Podcast, episode 23. I'm DEO. Sean G. And we are out. Peace. See ya.